0: Welcome to Let's Be Frank with Eric Reese. Topics we want to talk about and topics we don't want to talk about, revolving around college.
1: Hey, there, guys. Welcome back to Let's Be Frank. Today, you still have me, Crystal. You have your rally, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm Eric. <laughs> they show you all three Stooges here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um. Almost got off track there. Okay, so this is episode five um, of our season two, and today we're going to talk about Decision Day, May 1st. What does it mean? What do you have to do? What to not worry about? Essentially everything around that day. Um, I'm going to let Eric start off with, you know, what is May 1st?
0: So May 1st is considered nationally as the day that colleges and universities throughout the country are starting to get their, um, are, are finalizing their tuition deposits, right? So if you turn in a tuition deposit, you're only supposed to turn in one and, uh, and you're supposed to turn it into the school of your choice. So that is a day that we're all looking at our computers to see to see which deposits are coming in. Those are the times that we celebrate here in the office, like, hey, we worked with so-and-so and they just deposited, that's great. Uh, those kind of things
2: yeah so if you deposit to more than one school <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting our hopes up man. technically
0: speaking, if we find out that that one of our students has deposited another school, we have to let them go that is uh, we can't just continue it on especially if we know so we we have to let it go and shame on you schools that uh, that don't let them go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> So, I guess that was like one of the follow up questions. Well, first, before we get into like the unethical do's and don'ts about like why you shouldn't. Sorry, be doing I jumped that. the gun. No, no, I think that's the main thing people would be curious about. <laughs> um, but so, do you have to choose a college on decision day first?
0: Uh, so, it depends on the institution. There are some schools that, uh, that would say that, uh, you know, your scholarships are there until May 1. Uh, we won't take them away beforehand but then afterwards we might be able to we might send them to somebody else if you don't choose other schools uh, I would think that a lot of schools are this way that uh, that they would say like if you don't if you haven't made a decision on may one you just want to let them know that you want an extension that you're still trying to figure it out you want an extension and and uh, uh, but that tells the school that they're definitely still interested and then there's other schools that really don't don't uh, have a May 1 deadline yeah. uh, that uh, that would say it's like yeah May 1 is the same as August 1 you know if you decide then um, on August 1st then great all your scholarships are still there and all that so it really depends on the school
2: because gotcha. right, sometimes I think there um, there's a wait list right as far as like who gets accepted so then after that that's why they're kind of tending to have that deadline for you so that if you say no, I'm going to commit somewhere else, and they can offer that same scholarship or that package, you know, technically, like how they would um, want it to be for a different student that's possibly on that wait list. Yeah.
0: We also don't want them to make a decision. We don't want students to make a decision just because they have to because right. it's May 1. So if you have not made a decision and it's coming up on May 1, that's okay. If Uh, if the school is forcing you to make the decision you're still not comfortable comfortable with saying yes well that might be a sign
1: right (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and so then going off of that still so i'm going to just read this little small passage because i can't remember it off my brain um so students who apply for early decision receive their admissions decisions much earlier usually in mid-december because early decision is binding, meaning you must attend the school if admitted, you're essentially making your college decision well before college decision day in May. Well, that's a lot of these. Uh, so <laughs> as far as that part, like the because it's early decision is binding, what does that really mean?
0: So then if you applied for an institution, you chose that you're applying as early decision. When you get that result and you get accepted, you're done. With your college search, you're going to that school. You have committed to going to that school. Um, so then, uh, so then, if you wanted to get out of the out of the binding contract and get and go somewhere else, there's a couple ways that you have to do it, but it's but it's not it's not built that way. Essentially, you decided that you're applying to this school as early decision, and that's that's essentially their. The school's first wave of acceptances and then that's gonna tell you if basically you're saying if I get accepted I'm going
1: mm-hmm.
2: okay and that would that be like you're you're breaking the contract and you will be losing that like tuition deposit and stuff then for that if you d- if you like
0: apply to a couple different places and things like that and then um, yeah if you depends on the policy that the school has written but But, yeah, Yeah. you'd want to make sure you follow those rules.
1: Yeah, it seems like that's the main consequence The depositing will be lost. Um, I just didn't know how, like, what would, obviously, well, USF, we don't necessarily have a decision day. But, like, I guess for a student who is trying to, like, choose a case, I'm going to apply. (laughs) But should I really commit to this early decision or should I not go that route? Like, why would be, like
0: the reasoning to do that or not do that? So the reasoning to apply as early decision to those institutions, if you know for a fact that this is your first choice school uh, and and you essentially are trying to figure out, uh, okay, I'm going to apply. This is my first choice school. This is where I want to go to. And if I get accepted, I have an advantage because I applied as early decision. For those that didn't apply as early decision, I mean, you got to get accepted after they get, they get, uh, yeah. um, their dec- after the early decision thing. So it really just depends on, on what you want. If you're not sure, if you're, if you want to scope out different schools, things like that, then, um, then you can apply in, under a different way. So, like, USF is rolling admissions. So, what that means is that, You can apply as early as June, you can apply as late as June uh, after senior year and things like that. So um, we go on a rolling basis and we take our students as they come in. Okay,
1: and then uh, to kind of close off, I guess that uh, quick question, I do uh, think if you do the early decision, I know some of the reasons why students may back out of it. It says for you know insufficient financial aid. Mm-hmm. So even though you are accepted it doesn't mean necessarily you know you should still be conscious that you have to figure out the financial aid later and that might still determine whether or not you end up staying.
0: Yeah which is which is kind of nice because if you end up going uh, early decision and you're now bound to the school and not knowing what the financial aid is, it's nice that you have that out that yeah. uh, if you aren't able to afford it, then uh, then great, yeah, we can we can have you choose a more affordable option.
1: Okay, so we're going to have to get Yorelli to talk more here. Oh, <laughs> so sorry. double depositing, your Yorelli, do you know what that means? Well, I think that's what we were kind of
2: talking about <laughs> beforehand when I was kind of mentioning that we would make two deposits at two different schools to try to hold your spot at both institutions, just in case you're not sure, right? Um, which like Eric said, we, if we find out that we, that you are still considering another school, um, we tend to also still say, okay, well, we're going to either, well, typically not really try to give the deposit back, I guess, but it just kind of like mention to them, like, oh, we should, we <laughs> well, can give it back. Take your money. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, as far as, I guess there's like a deadline for us specifically like May 1st, if it's after that deadline, um. Non-refundable. We, yeah, non-refundable. But uh, before then, then yeah, you know, um, you. but if for some reason right now we, we ex- suspect that you're still searching, um, then we'll try to have you, you know, make that decision later on, not right now. We yeah. don't want to, like, force this decision on you. We know that it's a huge thing, but
0: the the main thing is that you know we work so hard throughout the year with trying to figure out who we are investing our resources to who we are trying to uh, package up you know when somebody double deposits and they put in a deposit at this school and at that school what you're doing is just holding up resources for one of those schools um, and uh, and they're not able to help out another person so You know, somebody may be asking you and say, oh, just hold your spot for every school so that they don't get your money. But that really isn't fair to the other people that are trying to get the resources that that this may be the only choice for them uh, for that. So if you're not ready to make one commitment, don't do it. Don't make the commitment at all. And a lot of people are nervous that they're going to lose out uh, and lose out on an opportunity and things like that. You know, and and you know, to be honest, I mean, all you're doing is just making somebody else lose out on an opportunity. Uh, this isn't a uh, this isn't necessarily like so much of a competition where like, oh, I'm gonna get in before you, uh, type right, of thing. Right, and you, you, So you want to make make sure that you're being fair. And we're still investing, you know, resources. We're still mailing things out. We're still doing those things. And and if you know that that you're not yet committed. You know, that's that's tough. That's tough on the school, so just come back and visit, come and talk to us, you know, and uh and and see where you can drop your your tuition deposit.
2: Yeah, a lot of times um I have I work with students and then let's say that they they made the decision and they wanna come here but then they haven't, you know, filled out their FAFSA or they are still missing that financial aid offer letter. Um, And so that's when I typically still will, uh, not necessarily saying that that's a red flag, but I want to reach out to that student even more so than all the other ones that have committed and try to see, you know, I know we made a decision early on and we wanna be sure that like, you know, this is gonna be the best option um, for you. And so we kind of go through the financial aid. So know that, you know, Hopefully you you have somebody on your on the admissions side that really cares for you, um, and is trying to like also make sure and take care of you in regards to okay well you've committed now these are the next steps we have to be able to like get this awards letter or the offer letter for you we have to uh, make sure that we have um, that you apply for these scholarships or whatever it might be but that way you know hopefully you will have somebody on the admissions side. And if you don't, then please like feel free to reach out. I think anybody would want, uh, anybody at, on the admissions side would want you to reach out um, to be able to, to make yeah. sure that everything's in place. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot of people are tend to be afraid of uh, they just, we worked together throughout the last the whole year trying to figure us out, so they kind of feel like they're breaking up with us, and they don't. Uh... They
1: are.
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you're dead to me.
1: It hurts like a breakup. It's not you, it's me. Right, right,
0: and uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. dramatic <laughs> about it, uh, and all that. When they're like, when they're like, no, this isn't the school for me. I found a better fit. And I'm like, what? But, but you, you told didn't... me, you told me this is what you wanted. <laughs> But
2: you did not even um, visit what can I
1: us. Do
0: to change? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always think it's funny when they when they break up with us and they're like, "Yeah, I got a I got a better, better scholarship somewhere else." And I'm like, "But you haven't even applied yet."
2: <laughs> you <laughs> don't know how much <sighs> we can offer. Yeah,
0: I, that's usually when I say, this. "I wish I could show you how much I was able to offer you." Yeah. Um, but uh you know, it's it's always better that way to be able to break up.
2: Yeah, it's always better to at least know that we're breaking up instead of like us just getting ghosted, Being you know. Zoned. Being friend zoned. Yeah. Ghost-zoned?
0: Ghost-zoned. <laughs> ghost zoned.
2: Ghost ghosted.
0: Just ghost. Sorry. Ghosted. Sorry. Right, I'm I don't not...
2: know. Isn't it ghosted? Yeah, ghosted.
0: The I don't know. Uh, you I'm know, sorry. And I'm just you know, you should always you should always be okay with just letting them know because all we're gonna continue doing is saying if we don't hear from you we just think that you're so interested, that you just need more time, that you just need more yeah. time to think about it and, and things like that. Um, so we, we want to make sure that we could uh, help you. Now, and you also want to be very clear. So if you tell us, yeah, I'm not sure uh, this is a school for me because of financial reasons, the first thing I'm going to tell you is, uh, okay, well let's talk about the financial mm-hmm. uh resources. Let's talk about those things and and see if we can make this happen. Mm-hmm. You have to be clear and let us know I have committed to a different school. And I'm gonna be like dang. <laughs> but yeah. okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're at least like us. We're not the type of school that's going to still try to, like, convince you if you've already made that decision. And I yeah. think that a lot of now schools, we might that's ethically, I think, what we want.
0: We <laughs> might ask you, you know, well, what did we do wrong? Yeah. Like, where, what point of the process did we go wrong? I thought we were having great conversations and things like that. But that's yeah. just to help us out with uh, with our future students and and, right. and what we can do. I'm not going to just be like, okay, you're gone. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, and, we, I mean, because we're really curious, too. Like, we we worked with you, you know, we, we were with you the whole year. We want so. closure. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> closure. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I have so many students sometimes, or not so many students, but, like, sometimes um some of the students will just, you know, say, like, oh, I've committed elsewhere. And then when I send that last text as far as, like, oh, yeah, well, like, did we do something wrong? Like, is there anything I can do to help? Um, Or like, know that we're still here. You know, I I feel like a lot of people, then that's when they'll just like, not respond back. And I'm like, I really did want your feedback though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, I feel that. Well, going off of everything you guys have mentioned. So we understand that you shouldn't be uh, double depositing. It's not necessarily the greatest thing to do for you and just for the colleges themselves being respectful to them um, and then what you should be doing on decision day but I guess leading up to decision day what should parents and students be preparing for and how can like I guess the parent uh, help their child out for
0: that yeah so so my biggest suggestion is that if you're still in between those those two schools trying to figure out where you're going to deposit then Visit those two schools. Mm-hmm. Go and stay overnight at those two schools. Come, go and talk to a professor at at those sit two schools. Sit in a
2: class.
0: Yeah, sit in a class. I mean, we only got one month of school left at the college level. The most schools are done in May,
2: mm-hmm.
0: so I mean, you only got a couple more weeks left available to be able to sit in a class, uh, to be able to do that. the The least, the easiest thing that you can do is. Just call the admission counselor and see. Hopefully by this point you know their name. If you don't know your admissions counselor name, then I think I know your I think you know your answer. <laughs> right? um, yeah. probably
2: don't go there. No. <laughs> after
0: uh, it's funny because when they're choosing between us and somewhere somewhere else, I'm like, Well, who's your admission counselor over there? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> who's your admission counselor here? And they'll name a name. It's like, mm, I think that says something. Yeah. So um, so, yeah, they parents should definitely ask their ask their students about what their thoughts are and uh, this isn't necessarily the point of the the point of the conversation of the why not this school, but um, the pros and cons of which school are still on the list. you know, and actually there's still some kids that are still have like five schools on the list. That's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of schools. you know, you gotta try to narrow narrow it down uh, in a way,
2: yeah, I think like, At this point, if you don't make your decision, that's totally fine. And, I mean, I really strongly encourage you to not make the decision if you don't know. But I think at most, like you said, I think like three schools, like if you're still like decided between three, but more so even like two, um, at this point, that's when you should at least have that. Because if not, I feel like you'll start getting even more (laughs) stressed later on that's One when seconds.
0: that's when if you didn't, if you can't make a decision then okay wait till the summer go visit them when you can um, uh, that kind of thing like you said don't make a rush decision just because you need to make a decision that's not the case that's not what we're here to do uh, at the end of the day every school school that you're looking at is probably awesome in their own way the only difference is whether or not you're going to be there or not And if you think that you're gonna make a wrong decision, there are two things. One, you just wanna make sure you choose a school that you're going to enjoy. If you enjoy, you're gonna participate. If you participate, it's gonna make your experience so much better. Two, if you really don't like it, you could always transfer, you know. You could always transfer, so you're not obligated to stay there the entire time uh, and, and things like that. That's why the transfer process is there. Um, that is what I guess would be the worst case scenario. Even though we don't want you to transfer, we don't want you to to just jump around schools and and things like that. Mm-hmm. But uh, but if you need to, that's it's there.
2: Right. And know that, I mean, a lot of students right now probably are still undecided. They don't know what major they want to pursue or any of that, and. Um, you know, as far as making this decision, a lot of students do want to say, okay, well, which one has a really good program, which one offers a program, but know that right now, like, the most important thing, most of the time, you're, you'll be taking the same classes your freshman year in a variety of different uh like schools or with depending on whatever major it is it you're still going to take those gen eds so with that you know don't don't make a rush decision on your on your major either just because of that
0: yeah yeah that's uh or the mascot don't make a decision on the mascot or the school colors
2: <laughs> even though our mascot is pretty cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> the uh uh Parents, it's going to be very difficult. I know, but uh, financially, there's there's going to be different different financial outcomes out of each school that that is chosen. I encourage you to not just pick the cheapest one. I also encourage you not to just pick the the most expensive one. But I encourage you to pick where your son or daughter is going to have the best experience.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I know we're not too far off of time, but I wanted to get your guys' personal perspective on it. I know you both went to a four-year university right off the bat, essentially. So I know, Eric, you always tell everybody your story. Sorry. But rally. <laughs> how was your college search? Did you just know USF was the school for
0: you? Dang, she just did me dirty. She thought I, was, I thought I was going to explain my story, and she's like, no.
1: Oh, wow. Urelly's going um, <laughs> to well, I mean, you technically live... Right down the street from the school. Like, you grew up next well, to over the, the 4 years. Yeah, I yeah, guess so. It was well, still, like, 15 minutes, right? You were somewhat, somewhat close to proximity of the school. You saw it most of the time. But, like, aside from that, why did you choose USF?
2: Yeah, so, um, well, there were a lot of dis- uh, reasons why I had to... Or this was a place I had to belong <laughs> in and had to, like, get my degree from. But as far as just, like... Um, how easy it was... It was just easy to communicate with my admissions counselor. Um, I knew that I wanted to go to a small school uh, where I can get more attention, and I was able to see that within the first semester here. I was able to see that increase in grades and everything, too, um, going from a public to now a private, you know. But, I mean, I was first generation, so a big portion of the reason why was finances. Um, my parents were going to help me out a little bit, but I was going to have to work a little bit too to try to um, save up and then pay. So I think um, my biggest reason was finances. I found that here, even though the other the other school I was looking at gave me a little bit more, I felt more comfortable that and felt like I could do college here. So it was, at, at afterwards, it was more so um, knowing that my family felt that this was a good choice. I felt like it was a good choice, um, and I felt like I could be taken care of. So
1: there was another one, oh. Hmm? There was another
2: one. <laughs> another reason? Another, another school. school. Oh, another school. Oh, yeah, there was so another one. So when did one.
1: you know the other? Well, you narrowed it down to two schools, but when yes. did you actually have to decide?
2: Um, Ooh. I I decided pretty late in the game. Actually, <laughs>
0: um, I remember.
2: Yeah, because I think I even so you
1: missed decision day.
2: Um, I think I barely made it, if anything. But yeah, I was around either May. I think it was in May. It was sometime in May, but either way, <laughs> Eric's gonna, gonna go look it up. <laughs> go ahead, fact <laughs> check me. Um, but but yeah, I think for me, my my family was a big portion of like what I wanted to like keep in in touch with and everything while I was in college. So I made sure that they were gonna be okay with me being um, just commuting more so than anything, but also like just feeling like I could do college. I felt like with um, the the way that I was even like just talking to my admissions counselor in regards to um, like my finances, they were able to break it down here versus the other school a lot better um and they were giving me to the tea like okay this is how much you're going to have to pay per month if you do the monthly payment plan or just per semester and over there i still felt like there was a lot of questions and i felt a bit more hesitation to even ask because i felt dumb (laughs) asking so Mm -hmm. so all of those things kind of contributed but all in all it i did make a decision pretty late in the game because i was still stuck between two schools what about you, Crystal? You did like <laughs> you did the community college and then you transferred. So how did you know? I guess either time.
1: <laughs> well, I never had in between schools. I never applied to more than one school. Oh. I never did that. I just applied to community college and I stuck to. Wait, wait. I have it right here. They she, buy-
0: Urelli turned in her tuition deposit on June second. <gasps> June second,
1: oh, wow. 2015.
0: Wow. Yeah,
2: June second. Oh wait, the tuition deposit though. Yeah. Did I commit
0: before then? Well, we had April registration, so Oh
2: that's why. Okay. Yeah. Mm. You probably
0: double committed and then deposited one time.
2: No, I didn't double. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, Sorry, Crystal. Go ahead.
1: No, it's okay. It's okay. I'm not that important. <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I didn't apply to multiple schools. So I didn't necessarily care to do that. Um, I know my dad personally wanted me to go into so yeah so he wanted me to go to the big school because to him it was the whole like well you go to the big school because yeah that's a good thing to go into but I never once applied to the school Uh but I really did want to so up until high school that's what I wanted to do and at the time actually I was dating somebody whose uncle had went to there and he had bought my then boyfriend like um, A sweater, like sweaters dude. and stuff like that and, and he was very like exciting too and I'm like oh be cool like we went together so like the idea of it was kind of more there Obviously, we never we didn't work out <laughs> <laughs> but I just never I think made the move to want to be that far because none of my friends were going that far so I just stuck with where my friends were like for, like familiar faces were going to be at I didn't want to be alone, mm-hmm. necessarily, so I stuck with that. So most of my friends went to community college so I just applied there and got in. Um, and then my dad didn't care though, he wasn't like ashamed of it or anything like <laughs> that. Um, so yeah, so I just stuck to that and that's just... He starts
0: like talking to your ex.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think he would. <laughs> but yeah. See, but I think
2: it's because you felt like you couldn't, you know, you... Some part of you was just like telling you that you weren't going to be feeling okay there because you wanted familiar faces, like you said, you were, that's what you were looking for in a college, something that you could do.
1: Exactly, yeah, so that's why I chose AJC.
0: (laughs) And that's okay, and you turned out great.
1: I think so. (laughs) I mean, I never knew about USF, honestly. (laughs) It's okay, Yeah. It's all right. And ha- I took the other bridge to go see him. I didn't take this bridge, so I never passed the <laughs> I always yeah. took the other. So I literally always went down, like Black and Larkin or whatever. I'm like giving too much location here, <laughs> but, like I only went down that way. I literally didn't turn this way.
0: Oh uh, well, all you had to do is just turn the other way.
1: Yeah, it
2: basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It wasn't meant to happen.
0: Yeah. It's all right. If you would have came here, you would probably have graduated made millions of dollars, not worked for us. So <laughs> Yeah,
1: because I'm like, screw this place. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no actually, I, I, compared, I compared my GPA and test score when I first got here. I'm like, would I, would I accept myself? <laughs> 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 and I think I barely made the mark. <laughs> no,
2: Credential. It's, but sometimes, you know, I feel like you, when I was in high school, I thought that I wasn't going to get accepted to a lot of schools, you know?
1: See, but the smarty won't say that. I just was like, I just want to graduate.
2: (laughs) No, but, like, don't be afraid to, like, get out of your comfort zone and apply to a
1: different school, too, even if it is May 1st. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But, but yeah, that's why. So, I didn't have, like, commitment or anything like that.
0: So, and it still worked out.
1: Yes, it still worked out.
0: Yeah. I I didn't even apply to a college until after June, after my senior year ended. Oh,
1: see? And you
2: were making me feel bad with my june decision
0: yeah yeah no so i didn't even i didn't even commit until the day i moved in
2: oh okay yeah see very typical i'm kidding
0: (laughs) she's saying it's typical eric no last
1: minute eric yeah (laughs) no
2: not at all no but don't feel pressured to be sorry don't feel pressured <laughs> to make that decision though and unless you um are really looking at a school that does need it so i guess my last point of advice was just to um know the schools that you're looking at know if they do require you to make a decision date or, or a decision have before that decision, decision what type
1: of decision do you yes
2: have. um or if they have rolling admissions anything like that and then from there know if you have uh some sort of time frame that you have to make that decision for and if not either way it's always really good to communicate with your admissions counselor to try to see if to finalize that uh financially to finalize anything that is maybe uh of your concern to be able to then make a decision whenever you are ready really
0: well i I just my my final thing was that if you don't want to um even though finances are important this is really not not a time to be able to try to negotiate you know your your yourself and trying to get more money. This is not one of those things that you know, if they really want you to go, they'll give you more money kind of thing. We all have budgets that we have to accomplish. Yeah. We all have uh, a certain enrollment number that we have to uh, accomplish in order to meet the budgets uh, and all that. So if money wasn't an issue, we would give everybody f- you know full tuition. But it's not based. It's not based off of off of that. So um, most schools are giving you the best offer that they can give you already. Uh, and if they can try to help you out based on new information and things like that, then that's great. Uh, but this is not one of those times where you want to be able to wheel and deal uh, type of thing. Um, we're not looking for those type of families. We're looking for families that are wanting to be part of our campus, to make our campus advance our campus and make change positively.
1: Yeah. Amen. <laughs> well, my last thing would be is don't be afraid to tell your parents what's happening. Keep your parents in the loop or if it's that grandma or that sister, because uh, a lot of times like feel like of students don't make the decision or don't know what to do because they're not discussing it with anybody. They're kind of just making the moves themselves. Uh, so talk to at least somebody else uh, about what's happening aside from the admissions counselor and then go from there. But with that, we are at our time here, and we'll be posting this again, like we mentioned, on Wednesdays. Um, and we still have a couple more episodes before the summer break, uh, so stay tuned for those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I guess that would be it. What was our sign-off, Eric?
0: Just be frank with yourself. Is there that you our sign-off? And stay frank. I think stay, stay frank. Stay frank. Okay, sorry. Stay
1: fresh. <laughs> sorry. I didn't write it down. <laughs> okay, all together, guys. <laughs> stay Stay frank. frank
0: was free.